I've asked Brother Ciro to come and share the word, and I know you're going to hear the word of God this morning. And if you're here and you're not saved, if you're here and you have been saved but you're not serving the Lord like you should, I pray that the Holy Spirit will use the message to deal with your heart, and when the invitation's given, you'll come to the altar and get things right. Amen? I love you, brother, and I appreciate you very much. brother. Same. Well, good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. When uh, he asked me a few weeks ago to preach today, I say, well, uh, what, you know, what I can preach? I mean, it's homecoming, you know, what, I mean, what else I can preach? But uh, it, the Lord put in my heart to preach about obedience. Uh, you say, well, what did God to do obedience with homecoming? Well, if you, uh, brother Fry from long time ago, if he wasn't obedient to God, this church don't be here. I mean, I don't say that he is God, brother Fry, but I'm saying that if he don't obey God, he don't be here. You see what I'm saying? It's like pastor say right now that if, you know, somebody tell him about uh, come to Vegas and be a pastor here in this uh, uh, town, you, you say, what? Vegas? I mean, but, you know, he was obedient to God, and now this is why we still have him as a pastor. But, I mean, you know, uh, it, it's so, so beautiful to preach the word of God. That every time the pastor asks me, I say, you oh, man, you, why, why you don't ask me before? You know what I mean? Because really serious, I, I, I miss to preach. I used to be a pastor. I resigned as a pastor in Bakersfield. But, I mean, it, it's so good to, to be a pastor. So good to be a, a preacher. So good to be a teacher. So good to be a minister. So good to be a, a, a involved in all that the take place here in, in, in the church. And I say, what else I can bring? What, I mean, you know how I can be, uh, some, how somebody can be so obedient to God. And I say, what message I can bring? So I researched and I got one really good. There Abraham, he told God to him to bring his son to uh, Mount Moriah and uh, offer him as a sacrifice. But what I want you to, that you guys know something right now we're going to read, but I'm, I like to be before uh, tell you all this, that way you don't get surprised. Uh, what, I, what I'm telling you this is that the Word of God says that it came to pass, in the verse 1, it came to pass after these things that God, and I don't even give the chapter, right? Wow. Okay, chapter 22, the book of Genesis. <laughs> I started reading and you guys say, what, what you, okay. Let's get right. Okay, you guys got it? Okay, let's stand up and that way we can read all the verses and then we, I go to the point and then we're going to eat. Oh, but, okay, uh, you guys that come from uh, uh, 
wagon wheel. You like your pastor? Yes? So you want a way for him or we eat? Just tell me. Just tell me, guys. That way I can go long-winded or short-winded. It's except to you guys. But okay. Let, 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 let's, let's leave it like that. Okay, there we go. Okay, so in, in chapter 2, verse 1 says, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and saying to him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. First of all, let me tell you something. Hear the word tempt. God don't tempt nobody. Okay, he proved. He tests you. But he don't tempt you. The one that tempts you, who is? Satan, but no God. So it's a miss, you know, cut right here, but we leave it to the ones that write all these things. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou love, lovest, and get the un, into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mount of the upon one of the mountain, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood and burnt offering and rose up and went into the place of which God had told him. Then up to the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass. And I will, and I'm sorry, and I and the lad will go younger and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood and a burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son, and he took the fire and his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake into Abraham, his father, say, My father, and he say, Here I am, son. And he say, Behold the fire and the wood, but there is no lamb in for the burnt offering. And Abraham say, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of of Abraham build an altar there and lay the wood in order of the lay in order of bound Isaac his son and laid him bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched for his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called into him out of heaven, out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, here I am. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do any do anything unto him. For now I know that you 
that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a ticket by the horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it, and offered him up to the offering into the estate of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh, name of the place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to the Lord, to this, I mean, it says to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. You may be seated. Let, let me pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I ask today that you uh, ask the Holy Spirit to guide me. That way I can say the words that I need to say to your people. And Father, the most important thing, if there's anyone here, they don't know you're your personal Savior, that today, by your word, be the day of salvation. Thank you, Lord, for this day, and thank you for everything that you've given us. So, you see what, what happened right here? Abraham, God promised him that he's going to be the father of what? Many nations. How he can be a father of many nations if he's going to Mount Moriah and sacrifice Isaac? There's no way that if he sacrificed him, there's no way that he can have, first of all, how long it took him to have this baby? How long? 90 years, okay. Even you know the name of Isaac is laughter because they laugh both uh, uh, Abraham and Sarah. Why they laugh? Because they are all. And how long do you think for God is something impossible? This is what I'm trying to get to you today. I hope you can get it. If you obedient to God, He never leave you. He never. Uh, he never. <laughs> he never leave you. He never forsake you. Okay. Now this is the first of all. Second, He love you so much that He give His Son for you and I. Okay, the, the, the point that I want to make across, if you are obedient to God, you know what? God bless you tremendously. But see, we get, we get all messed up in life. You and I. And I say I because I'm the first to tell you I'm messed up in life. Why? Because I'm a sinner. And I have this battle in me. All the time. And maybe you are here today and you have this confrontation right now. How do you think Abraham feel? When God told him, take your son, go to Mount Moriah and uh, offer him as a sacrifice for me. How do you think that he feels? He feels, God, you crazy? God, you think you, you, I mean, you sent me to go and sacrifice my son? But no, he, he never said nothing about it. What he did, he said, okay. He rose up. He prepared everything for the burnt offering. And down he went. He take two, two young guys with him. And told them, hey, just wait right here. Because me and my son, we're going to come back. We're just going to worship. And you know how important is worship? Because if you miss worship, 
I don't know, I miss a lot of Sundays, but when I miss a lot of Sundays, what happened? The devil, what do to you? He tempts you, and he get into you, and then you, little by little, you started what? Tell God one more, more, and you see him far, far away. Well, in this instance, God, he, uh, he say, we're going to go worship, and then we come back. You know, back then, they used to give uh, the, the offerings they, they give to, to God. It was a fierce, uh, like everything it was have to be the first. Okay, like when, if you have a, 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 a apple tree, the first apple that come out out of this apple tree, they used to give it to, to him. Same thing with uh, animals, same thing with everything. The first of everything, it was the offering for God. Well, it was his uh, son, the offering for God. But you know the, the good part about it, that God always provide. God promised since the beginning of this earth that we're going to have a Savior. Okay? And he fulfilled this promise? He already fulfilled it. I don't know why so many people up there uh, get all crazy that we are so religious. We are not religious. We have a relationship with God. That's the big difference between them and us. We, we still sinners? Of course. We're going to be sinners till the day that we died. But we are obedient. If you are obedient, let me tell you, if you keep on reading right there on the verse, uh, chapter 22, after these verses that we are read, that God says that he bless Abraham. Why he bless him? What you guys think? I like, you know, when I, when I used to pastor up there, I like the church to be more uh, reacting with, with me. Why, why, he, why he got blessed? Okay, well, what about if he disobeyed? Okay, fathers, and we have many fathers here. Uh, what you do to your children when they disobeyed? Punish, right? Okay, but when they are obedient? Praise them. Bless them, right? Okay, so children. <laughs> Not children. Young guys. Okay. Uh, when you are obedient to, to God and to your father and mother, there are uh, recompenses that, that you receive, correct? Okay, it's no better to receive recompenses or blessings than anything else. I don't know about you, but I like to be blessed. I mean, hey, can you tell? I, I like to be blessed. I don't care what they say, but I like to be blessed. I mean, you know, eh, eh, people, people now these days, they think they're, oh, no, well, uh, it's too strict. Church is too strict. Let me tell you something. It is strict because we have to be strict in the word of God. But it's no strict that you can don't, anyone, anyone, I don't care who you are. Anyone is welcome to this church. I don't care what you are. The longs you recognize something, the most important thing is to be in God's house because this is God's house. It's 
built by men, but it's God's house. Okay? So we recognize that, and I don't care who you are. You can more welcome to come to this church. Okay? Now, we are seeking the word of God? Yes, because we preach what the word of God says. I mean, if you don't like it, to be truthful, well, and then go somebody else where they're lying to you. And this is why, let me tell you, this is why a lot of Baptist church, they go, the numbers they started going down. Why? Because it's only that the, the Baptist is only the ones that preach the truth. And I don't say another ones, okay? Because I don't like to involve in, in these things, especially in preaching. But, I mean, it's, it's the truth. So what, what people want? Lies? A lot of people, this is what they want. Let me tell you something. If you are here today and you die and you don't know Christ, let me tell you, it's the truth. You're going to hell. I'm sorry, but I can't put it more, more simple than that. Now, you obey and you repent. You come to Jesus Christ. And then what happened? Oh, my goodness, you be with me in heaven. And you know this is why? This is why it's so good to be in the Word of God. This is why it's so good to preach the word of God, Brother John. Because it's nothing better. You know, the president have a, a good, you know, position, right? I mean, well, they, they have a good position, right? But, you know, they don't got nothing to do with us that we preach the word of God. Brother, they don't got nothing to do to you and I that we go and preach the word of God. I mean, I don't care who they are, but if you preach the word of God, you are better than somebody else. You say, wait a minute, are you better? I say, no, 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 don't take me wrong. You are better because you are obedient and you the one they're going to receive the blessings. You know, a lot of people say, well, why, why you uh, preach the word or why you even testify about your Lord and Savior? Well, it's simple, because if I don't testify about my Lord and Savior, and then I don't be obedient, I'm disobedient, so I like to bless him, so I have to be what? Obedient. And I mean, in this, in this instance, there, uh, Abraham, he took his son, and then I want you to say that you guys see something really important. On verse 10, and this says, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay what? He was so obedient that he got his knife that he had, and he almost bought to kill him. But, and then verse 11 says, And the angel of the Lord called into him out of what? Heaven. Okay. And then they says this way, And said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. Don't you think that he was glad to hear the angel of the Lord? What do you think that he, I mean, he even, maybe he jumped. Because, can you imagine? He loved his son. But you know what? Abraham is, uh, they call, uh, is called uh, to be the friend of God. 
How is your relationship with God? How is my relationship with God? Because see, sometimes they think, Brother John, a lot of the members of of churches, they think, well, the pastor here on God no fall. This is why I always say, I. Why? Because I'm the same to you, brother. Same thing. Nothing changed. Only the change is that maybe you are more obedient than me. That's That's the difference. But nothing changed. You saved, I'm saved. We going to heaven, we going to heaven. We, uh, God, he, he provides already a house in heaven. And let me tell you, he is a good house in heaven. Amen. According with the Bible says that uh, when uh, the beggar uh, and the rich man, uh, both they went called to heaven. One went to heaven, one went to hell. And this says that the rich man says they're saying, somebody to tell my family. It was too late because they already, he was already in torment. But can you imagine why, he, why you think that they, that record that on the Bible? That way you can see, that way you can understand that he, uh, heaven is real and hell is real also. So what do you think that says that? For what reason you think this is? It's simple. Because in hell is torment. In heaven is beautiful. Which one you want? You want the ugly or the beautiful? Girls, which one, when, you, when you was almost about to get married, did you guys, got, you guys think about, you know, oh, I, want, I like this handsome man. You know? Huh? Or not? Yes or not? Okay, so, so you, 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 you love your handsome man, right? So when you, he say, you know, I'm going to uh, propose to her, you, you know, they propose, and you say, oh, man, it's, it's the right man. I mean, it's a, because I find somebody else, you know, better. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? You see, you see what I'm trying to get across? It's, it's my point. What you want in life? You want the ugly or you want the beautiful? Which one you want? Exactly. So if we want the beautiful, what we need to do? Just obey. You know how simple the word it is, obey. You know, I have a, a grandson. The old man, he is handsful. But I, I, I always, you know, trying to... Don't touch, don't do, don't, I'm, oh man, I'm running with him. But what I'm saying is, if he obeys, he knows. And let me tell you, you think we, we can, uh, we know that the little guys don't understand? They do understand. They know exactly what's going on. But it's except to you and I to guide them to the to the, uh, uh, the place they need to be guided. Okay. You know why Isaac, he never, he never say nothing about it. He only say, well, dad, where is the lamb? That's all he say. He carry the wood all the way to the top. 
He only asked Abraham, well, that. Uh, I see that you got the fire. We got everything correct. You got the fire, you got the wood. We're going to build the altar up there. Uh, but we forgot something, no? <laughs> Remember something. He never said nothing about it. He just asked his dad because he knows what exactly take place on a burnt offering. Because remember, when Lot and Abraham move, remember something, and I hope you get this one. Lot, he built his house, and then he built his, he built his altar. Abraham, he built his altar, and then he built his house. Think about it a little bit. That I don't go too fast for anyone, right? Because, li listen something. He went, what? He built, you, you need to, you and I, we need to build an altar first than anything and everything that you do every day. What I'm saying with that, you go to your own altar in the morning and pray. Why? Because God will help you. God will guide you. So, Isaac, he knows exactly what, you know, need to be done when uh, they do the burnt sacrifice. But he don't ask. That, I mean, he asks his dad, where is the, the ram? And brothers and sisters, God, he say the God, he loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son. For whosoever believe in him, no what? Shall no what? But what? Okay. So, what, what it takes for you and I to understand one thing. If we are obedient, we're going to have better things. But we are disobedient, what is going to happen? We don't have nothing. Okay? Now, God promised something. Even Abraham, because for what he, he was doing, he called a place Jehovah Hira. Jehovah Jireh, I'm sorry. Jehovah Jireh. That means, that means is God provides. When is the last time that you or I, we don't have nothing to eat? I mean, God fulfill what he say? Look what, the, what the verse 13 says. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram cut in the ticket by his horns. <laughs> you see what I see? 
God and Abraham passed by the ticket. And it wasn't nothing there. How, how that happened? Can somebody explain to me? God, brothers and sisters, God. And God, again, is only the one that can take you to heaven. He don't send you to hell. Let me tell you that right now. He, God, he, no, he don't send nobody to hell. Nobody to hell. He just sent his son. That way you can have better things. But humans, how bad we are. Because it's a choice. Thank you, brother. You choose whatever you want to choose. You can choose good or you can choose bad. Remember uh, when you was young, because I see a lot of youngs, but most we are in age. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, 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 see, I see when you, you, you know, you used to, uh, I used to play bad and good. Okay? Sometimes I'm in the bad team, and of course I have to do bad things, right? And when, when, when uh, you are in the other place, in the good teams, uh, you have to catch the bad guys. Well, my brother is older than me. We are playing, and uh, he catch me, but when he catch me, he almost, we fell from a second level. Uh, second level. And, and let me tell you something. That, that, I mean, you know, bad and good. So I say, well, because I'm the bad, and he's the good, I mean, playing, sometimes they can take you to a wrong ways. What I'm saying with this is, please, don't play with God. Brother Pastor, last week he mentioned something really good. If you play with God, please, don't tell where you are worshiping. And you say, oh, back again. Well, because we have to be reminded. What do you think the scriptures are for? To remind us. You know, okay, another example. Moses. He took the tribe of Israel all the way. How long it took him? Forty years, okay? And how long is, brother, from... That place that he took them to, the, the land of uh, honey and... Okay, so how, how long it took them? Forty, why? Exactly, brother, exactly is my point. That, that I'm trying to make my point clear. I hope if you are here today and you don't know Jesus Christ... Just be obedient. Right now the Holy Spirit is calling you if you don't know Jesus. I guarantee you that because I passed through that. I mean, it was like brother says, I mean, it was hanging on the pew. Till finally one of my brothers in Downey, he told me, he went to my house and say, well, what, 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 why you don't want to accept Jesus? What, what he, he's doing something wrong to you? And I say, no, he don't, I believe in God. 
And I do believe in God at the time. But not really like I need to believe in God. Because people say they believe in God, but really not. Because I came from uh, Catholicism, so you think that you, you know God, but you don't know God. Maybe you're coming from another uh, uh, denomination or whatever, and, and you, don't know, you don't know God. And so he explained to me, and I surrendered to God, and you know, I accept guys, God, God as my personal Savior. But, you know, it's, 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 it's the thing that, you know, I can be disobedient right there, and boom, I'm going to hell. But now I know exactly where I'm going. And I hope today, just get this one. If you, everything that I say, you forget about it. But just get this one, please. God right now is dealing with you. And he's dealing because you know that you are a sinner. And you know for sure, you know that you are a sinner. God, he tried to wash away your sins. God is the lamb that take away the sin of the man. As the lamb that he was given there for this sacrifice, same thing with the Lord. He sent his son to you and I. And now what you do is accept to you. You accept it or you reject it. But I do believe that no human being wants to be in a place of torment. According to what the Bible says, is is not a good place to be. I mean, I, I don't know how I can put it more clear. You ever get your hand in the fire by accident? How you feel the next day? When I work in Mexico, I, I burn myself on, uh, on uh, my ankle and uh, with uh, steam, okay? Uh, one of the horses went to my boot, and boom, right there, and the, so the steam, it was, you know, it was bad. Well, it, it's heat. It's heat. You don't imagine I can don't sleep for days. Now, that it was in fire. That it was heat. So the fire is more than what it is. And you are still alive. You don't going to be dead. So this is what I'm saying about my pain at the time. They did the skin raft. They take a skin from me and then put it there. Until that heals. And then it's when I'm okay. But not before that. But before that, I have to go through a lot of uh, treatments that, let me tell you, they are not funny. They are painful. They scrub you till the blood come out. That way, the skin rough, it will be good on you. Okay, let me tell you something. You think 
that when people go into hell, you think they are not suffering? You think that this is why God, he lives in the word of God about the rich man. They say, send uh, somebody to my family because he was in what? In torment. So I hope, really do, I hope that you be obedient to the Holy Spirit right now. I don't know your condition. Maybe you are away from church. I don't know. But if you're away from church, it's better to be in church than away from church. And I tell you from experience, it's not fun to be up there. You are miserable. But it's accepted to, to, you, to you and me. At the time, it was accepted to me. If I come back to church or I stay out of church. But it's accepted to you. Decisions that we have to get in life. It's like the decision, the best decision that I ever have is when I proposed to my wife. Until today, I still the same. I, I don't say that everything is honky-dory, okay? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it's better. Why? Because it's a decision that I make, me and her. Same thing with the Lord. It's the decision that you're going to make. What I say to my wife because it's a close relationship. Same thing with the Lord. It's except to you if you want to make a good relationship with the Lord. It's except to you. So I leave it up to you. Now, let me ask you, the, the, the brothers from Wagonville, you want me to keep on on? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, I, I, I'm just, I like to laugh, you know, because we, the Lord says there, uh, be rejoiced, right? Joy. Enjoy life, brothers and sisters. Life is short. Seriously, it's short. All of a sudden, I'm gone. And I'm gone, and let me tell you, sister, it's good. I'll be leaving you here with all this. <laughs> uh, but but uh, it's good. It's good. So enjoy life. And I hope you get what I'm trying to say to you. Be obedient. Yes, be obedient. Nothing else. And you know, God will uh, give you blessings that you don't even understand. Seriously. You know, what a blessing is to have a children. But it's a blessing, but also it's a big, big um, responsibility. Thank you, brother. It's a big responsibility, yes or not? So, you are responsible, brother. You are responsible, brother. I'm sorry, but you're the one. Here, mom and dad, they don't got nothing to do with it. You are responsible. I mean, of course, I love my grandchildren. But they are 
their children. Now, my children, I love them to death. And they are my children. You see what I'm saying? Same thing, God. Brother Bill, he said a good thing this morning. He said, okay, how much you think he loves us? <laughs> we, we think that we love our children, right? And we think, that, oh my God, I love them. Can you imagine how much God loves you? And he loves you. Regardless what you do, regardless what you are. He loves you the same. And this is why I ask today, if you don't know Jesus, the Holy Spirit is working right now. If you don't know Jesus, let the Holy Spirit guide you. And when the invitation comes, please come forward. Remember, God provides the Lamb for you and I. And God is only the one that he can take away your sins. Because for your own merits, you can don't take your sins. Trying to do one, just one. You can't. You will fall again and fall again and fall again. But you know what? With God, even though you can fall, he can pick you up again. You see what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's the beauty of God. That is the beauty of God. That even if you fall, he pick you up and take you by the hand and take you all the way on life. So the message is right there. You do with it whatever you want to do. I'm just asking you this. If you're dealing with God, be obedient to him. Get yourself out of the way and let the Holy Spirit guide you. And you know what? He will guide you, and it's better for you, the Holy Spirit guide you, than your own self. I leave it up to you, but the message is done. I hope you can understand one thing. To be obedient is better than anything. You know what? To conclude, God, he wants your obedience. He don't want your money. Because this is, the word of God says that obedience is better than sacrifice. So what do you think it's better to be obedient. And God will provide whatever you need. But it's except to you. I leave it out with you. Well, thank you, Lord. This is your message. And thank you, Father, for giving us this opportunity to be in your house. And, Father, I ask if there's anyone here, Father, that they don't know you as your personal Savior, that to with your Holy Spirit, Father, that you guide him that way he can be saved through your word. And, Father, also, if there's anyone here, they have problems in life, Father, they, they know you as your personal Savior, but we don't let go the, the things of this world. And, Father, let 
the Holy Spirit guide that brother or sister. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. And thank you, Father, for the fellowship that we're going to have here in a minute. And thank you, Father, for everything you do to us. In the 